0: Hey everyone it's nathan uh, with the birds and the lees welcome we're so glad you joined us yet again i'm here with my wife kim kim how you doing
1: i'm doing good
0: so if this is your first time listening to us uh, we are so thankful that you guys are giving us a chance we uh we're having a lot of fun with this. And if you haven't uh, heard us before, and this is the first time you've turned it on, we asked, you know, maybe go back and check out the previous podcast. Um, the introduction tells us a little bit about us. Um, and then the first one where we just kind of lay out what we want to do. Uh, what we want this to be is a blessing for ministry workers. Um, like we said in previous episodes. Uh, I've been in ministry for about 13, 14 years, almost 15, actually. Kim has been involved in volunteer capacity, but also as a pastor's wife, um, which we'll get into that a couple episodes down the road, what that means. Tonight, um, we are, it is actually, uh, it is May 25th, and that means that school's out for us, and we are only about three weeks away from our big uh, summer event that we put on as a church, and that is VBS, and uh, we actually have one other event happening pr- uh, prior to that, but that's an outside organization coming in, but VBS is coming very, very soon, and for me, being a family pastor, this is probably uh, my Super Bowl, and it's the big one, so Kim, how you feeling right now? Bring it on. Bring it on, yeah. yeah.
1: I won't be saying that in two weeks, yeah. but yeah, right now, it's great.
0: Yeah, so we uh you know, for most of us we can we know okay, this is the busy time. And we know that there's a lot of good, there's some bad, and then there's also the question of how do you survive during this time? And that's kind of what we wanted to just talk out, talk about. Um Kim, you've been in this with me for 15 years and uh that's uh, that's definitely some mileage um and, and a lot of ups and downs that you've seen with the entire ministry process. So during these busy times, and and you know maybe if you don't have anything, I totally understand. But what are some of the good things that you look forward to in this?
1: I love seeing kids get ecstatic and happy about just being at church. The idea that they, you know, they wake up at seven and are ready to go and excited and have joy—that's a huge, huge part of what VBS is for me. For bringing, um, not making it scary or overwhelming or adultish. That. VBS is for them, and they have something to look forward to in the church.
0: Yeah, well, one of the things that we find that we have a lot of outside families that come. Some of that is, and you probably experience this, if, especially if you're in a kind of a larger town with a lot of churches, is VBS sometimes becomes babysitting, and families kind of yes. VBS hop and yes. yeah, go from church to church. And so we do get a lot of visitors. We also, for the church I'm working in, uh, we have the opportunity to work with a after-school program uh, at one of the local elementary schools. And it's actually across the street from the trailer park. And so uh, there are a few families that are, are low-income families, and this is an opportunity. It's a cheap opportunity. Um, and we scholarship and do all of that for kids to come and, and be ministered to and have a great time.
1: Yeah, Absolutely.
0: Um, yeah, for me, that's, that's a big one, um, is the relationship that's built with the kids. I I love being around teens. I love being around kids. I love the volunteering that our teens get into and the adults. Uh, last year was our first year that I put uh, VBS on at this church. It had been done previous years, but there was a little bit of a break Mm -hmm. and, um, You know, you couldn't have asked for it to go as smooth as it did. And having never run the whole show myself, I thought, okay, this is a huge blessing. God came through because it could have gone terribly wrong. And yet, what we saw were pretty amazing moments.
1: Yeah, it was, I mean, overall, we had very little circumstances that popped up that were undoable. Most of them were very easy to overcome mm-hmm. and create great experiences within that and moving on.
0: Yeah, and that <laughs> does alleviate, you know, some of the yeah. stress. It, it doesn't yeah. go completely. I mean, you can tell, uh, and, and you told me several times during the week as our theme was, <laughs> Basically, in the storm, Jesus rescues us, and I remember you pulling me aside at some point and saying, you need to remember the theme of VBS, because in the midst of all the good, it's very easy for us to get short-sighted, and one of the things that uh, I think is part of the good is that this is more than a job. Um, it would be very easy to go in and and do a clock in kind of thing and say, this is just the job and you can easily get stressed, but we're dealing with people's lives here, not just spiritual sense, but also their day to day life. We come across a lot of different stories.
1: Yeah. And it's not just the kids, right? It's the teachers as well and everything that's going on in their lives and what they are bringing every morning to the table,
0: yeah, I know that. In uh, in fact, a great relationship developed for us, me and you, with one of our volunteers who stepped in kind of a last minute, but became kind of my right hand person. And this has been a great relationship for us and her. And you know, it's one of those ones where I think we've become very good friends. But we've been allowed to encourage her throughout the year.
1: Right, so that that relationship uh, kept going. Just from that point, we kept engaging, and she's sweet. It's hard not to engage with her, but um, the ability to just love on her during that week, and that continued.
0: Yeah, it did, and I think that's the other good that you have to do is you have to look for those moments. You look for those blessings for yourself, not to get, again, not to get wrapped up in the task, but keeping your eye open for things that are going to happen that you have no idea. I can remember at another church, and it, it kind of slips my mind the details, but you know, walk-ups that came where the family is hurting incredibly. And this isn't just VBS. These are things like Christmas, Easter, your major events that right. happen. This isn't necessarily just week-to-week, day-to-day. This is mm-hmm. when you're going to have people coming in that are visitors or maybe have never set foot in a church.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, we certainly see the gamut of um, I would say, honestly, holidays are the hardest for families. Right. I mean, it's all the memories. We don't typically have memory issues as far as having great memories with our entire family around VBS. Holidays are hard for families and they come walking in the door hurting and it may be the only time they come every year. And you kind of have to do a little bit of resuscitation for their hearts right on the spot.
0: Yeah, and be ready for that because you don't know when you're going to get sideswiped. I mean, you do get blindsided sometimes with them.
1: Right, yeah. I mean, certainly the worst is somebody got a divorce and you didn't know about it. Or a death that really came out of the blue type thing.
0: Well, and they're caring, you know, times a year. They do remind them of things. Or you deal right. with children who are... In the midst of a family crisis, we have a, a great uh, group of friends who do um, a, a podcast on uh, adoptive and foster um, families. And a lot of what they talk about is how do you deal with children who have experienced trauma. And we will link to that podcast in the show notes because it's a great one. Yeah. Um, and they have a lot of good resources and, and got a lot of reach with their podcast. Um, so, Kim, that's the good what else can you think? Can you add anything to that or uh, anything that you can think of that I think, we've forgotten?
1: I think it definitely solidifies volunteers. So speaking from a ministry san- standpoint, um, often will solidify your volunteers for the following year. So you see who who has what skills, you know, where you might have previously not known somebody was a good teacher because all they did was help with curriculum or You know, it depends on how your system is set up. We've had bathroom watchers to make sure they're all safe or what have you, but they step into a teaching role and all of a sudden they're this dynamic, fun, loving person, or they're in a room and all the kids just gravitate towards them for whatever reason. Those are the really cool things that come out of VBS long-term,
0: right? Yeah, and that happens with volunteers, too. Yeah. You know, they they, uh, they immediately many times say, oh, I can't do that. But yet you put them in an opportunity to serve and lead in this busiest of time. And what you find out is they have a gifting that they didn't even know about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That is fun to watch and see them grow and then be able to kind of start picking, you know, what your group is going to look like moving forward for the next 12 months.
0: Yeah, and, and in fact, many of the volunteers that I've gotten that were really, uh, really, really, really good volunteers came out of, um, you know, these big events. And by the way, I just wanted to add something real quick. The, uh, the podcast we were talking about, about children with trauma, that's the Empowered Parent Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan and Kayla and our friend Chris, all three of them are our friends. You should check that out. Um, but anyway, going back to the volunteer situation, you know, and, and we tend to panic because we can't find volunteers, And so as part of that bad, there's, there tends to be this, this worst case scenario thing that goes through our brains. And I'm guilty of that. Really, really, really guilty of that, Mm -hmm. as Kim will tell you. Yes. And so I think one of the things that you have to just begin with in any major time or busy time in ministry is just to spend the time praying. And we neglect that because we feel like we can muscle through things. But really what it comes down to is if we are serving the Lord, then we have to be dependent upon him in everything that we do. And that seems like, you know, uh, basic stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you think about it, how many times do we just immediately default back to, um just getting the grind work done and so then well yeah go ahead
1: to be fair I mean you look up on Pinterest which I know a lot of pastors do and a lot of leadership does you look up on how to run VBS and very few of them rely back to let's start with prayer let's that is should be the cornerstone
0: yeah, as a matter of fact, that that's often the thing that I forget the most, especially with volunteers. You're trying sure. to get them all in the right place. And yeah. I've been called out several times by volunteers, hey, we need to pray. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a little embarrassing when that happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, you know, I think that's certainly, you, you know, one thing we can do a lot of times is completely neglect the personal spiritual life and that, right. you know, quiet times or however you do that, they go out the window. And I think that does contribute to the exhaustion.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Because many of us will say, and I have friends that, you know, we've all said it, is like, oh man, you know, Easter weekend, we're just dead and we take that day, uh, that Monday off, which I think rest is good. Yeah. But during the, the week, we or during that weekend, we're, we're just whipped and emotionally mm-hmm. exhausted. But I wonder how much of that is just because um, we haven't spent that time. Maybe it's in the Word, maybe it's in prayer, and you know that f- can physically affect us.
1: You know, I think this is a good chance to um, speak into the elders that hopefully listen to this as well, or or maybe catch one or two of these that we put out. That it is so important for the elder board to be praying for those who are on staff, or it's for some churches this will be a volunteer capacity um, that are doing because a lot of times elders don't have the capability to come at night or during the day or what have you and volunteer. But for them to be steadfast in their prayer is so important for that staff during that time.
0: Yeah, 100%. We're now we're, we're blessed with a great elder board at our church and they, they definitely do that. In fact, they actually volunteer quite a bit. You know, and, and that's one thing you'll run into, especially with daytime programming, special events mm-hmm. that happen during a weekday. Um, often people find it difficult to be able to volunteer because of work schedules. But that yeah. prayer side of it, or maybe some kind of support uh, meals for the pastoral staff. Amen. Yes. <laughs> um, for, for those who are really kind of in the high leadership role. You know, they, they're they still having to, to work their lives around this. Yeah. Uh, one thing I can appreciate about Kim is she thinks that way. And so uh, oftentimes when there's an event that we're not directly involved in, she steps in to make sure that those things are covered or at least ask the question, do you need anything? And I think that's sometimes... Sometimes forgotten, though we experienced it the other night. We had some good friends who called us over, yeah, um, and said, "Hey, we want to get we want to make dinner for you because we know you're getting ready to enter this crazy three weeks."
1: Yeah, that was that was a tremendous blessing on or for us uh, to be able to just sit down and mostly just laugh and and engage socially with people when we know it may be. Uh, Six weeks before we are able to truly sit down and rest.
0: Yeah, I think that's something people often forget is that our interactions primarily uh, during this time tend to be work focused or volunteer focused or you know task focused. We don't often get just time to sit down and talk to people normally and be friends, and we miss that. And when you're, we'll talk about this later. uh, You know, the fact of being in ministry is people definitely look at you differently.
1: Yes. Expectations are completely different from what they would be most of other people in our experience.
0: So, you know, if you're out there and you're volunteering or you're supporting, you know, you may not have to volunteer directly, but you know, that care of your leadership during these busy times, you know, that's that's a huge thing. And I'm going to say this and just kind of be blunt. Don't underestimate or neglect to understand that they are incredibly busy. They're not corporate workers. They're not uh, big business people. And I know that a lot of people fly and and spend their time doing that. But, you know, the thing about ministry is while it's, it's not maybe a lot of travel, there's an emotional investment um, essentially into your family, this family, this church, mm-hmm. this body. And so those difficult times, it it could sometimes be like, you know, wrestling uh, with the baggage that comes with your own family, your personal family.
1: Yeah, because while we are serving the church, our home life still keeps going, right? Our kids, what they struggle with, their personal... you know, venture into Christ and how they behave on a daily basis. All those things don't stop. We're still dealing with them. The laundry still gets dirty. The toilets still have to be cleaned. <laughs> All those things keep going.
0: Yeah. And and when problems arise, you know, many times, um, you, you know, it can be really, it can weigh on you heavily. Uh, you know, a true story that happened to me was, Having a parent meeting one time, and it had been a really difficult time at the church. We were going through all sorts of internal turmoil. There were many things happening that the congregation members didn't see. And in a moment, you know, I say transparency, but I learned that not often do you share these things. Uh, I shared how difficult it was, and, you know, it was a kind of an emotional moment. And I remember one of the volunteers coming up and basically telling me, You need to suck it up uh, because my husband travels you know, all week long and he's tired. So and he does more than you. And, you know, you just got to be careful. and You have to guard yourself against that because some people don't understand. Some right. people miss that. And, you know, that's where it's important to have those friends and family and spouses who do get it.
1: Right. Yeah, I think it is very important to have. Um, and this is where last time we talked about a little bit about having friends outside of the church. That can be a huge blessing. The week of EBS,
0: yeah, people who just get that it's tiring, yeah, and don't want to yeah. talk about, uh, you know, curriculum, uh, attendance or numbers, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. they just want to go, hey, how you doing? I'm like, man, I'm pretty whipped this week, and it was a hard week. And they go, cool, why don't you come sit and hang out with us? And, yeah. um, you know, those are important, and th- many times those are the biggest heroes that we have. Yeah, because they have no connection to it. They they don't have the the emotional baggage or they don't hear the stories or, right. uh, you know, if there's turmoil within your church, they're not part of that. They're removed from that. And so that, that's a nice break.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So we talk about some things to survive. The biggest one, this is Kim, mm-hmm. you know, this is your thing, um, yeah. always your thing, is plan ahead. You know these things yes. are going to happen every year. You know you're going to have Easter. You know you're going to have Christmas. You know you're going to have camp or VBS or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so to be caught off guard by that seems to be a little problematic because, you know, yeah. we're, we're told to plan ahead. How else do you plan ahead for these, Kim?
1: So we I have, I've seen it done multitude of ways. Um, it can be anywhere from very expensive to not expensive at all but it is time consuming. So, um, for us, typically we, I have meals set aside for the week that are basically freeze and thaw or use the crock pot or whatever that meal might consist of, but there's five of them to get us through the week. Um, some friends just say, we're going to go out to dinner every night. End of story. But we're a pastoral family, so that's not something we can necessarily do every night.
0: Yeah, meals out aren't always in the budget.
1: Right. So um, easy meals that we like to do are taco soup. For the four of us, a regular recipe of that normally lasts us two nights. Even just grilling out, having the meat purchased at home so I don't have to go get it with the sides, that's great as well. Um, So. Yeah, anything like that that's easy. Or, I mean, let's be real, cereal is dinner
0: sometimes. For us, definitely (laughs) it's dinner. You know, one thing I'd throw into that, and this kind of feeds into the other point I was making, I wanted to make. You know, one of the things to prepare for is have a daily cutoff time. Yeah. You know, especially, you know, we're getting ready to go in VBS. That's a half-day program with some prep for the next morning. We're doing all this work into the run-up. But at some point you have to make a daily uh, point where you say, I'm not doing this anymore. And yeah. I used to sit and work all night long right. until, and that did us no good until you really kind of forced me into that. yeah. And so, you know, three o'clock you're done. You're not yeah. going back up there. You're going to be back up there at 5.00 AM. Mm-hmm. You're done. And you know, for the meals that's important because now I can be present at a meal. I can right. come home. We can play with the kids. We can go swimming. We can do all those things. Mm-hmm. Um, just to unwind and relax, and I think yeah. the biggest uh unwind we can have is time with family, and so definitely you need to make this like get your work done, mm-hmm. but you also need to realize that if it ain't done, it's okay. you got to do it without it, and that's yeah. one of the other big ones I've had is you know if it's go time and you don't have something, it's go time, yeah, and you can fret about it, you can worry about it, or you can just work around it.
1: It's amazing how God takes care of all those little details that need to be fixed.
0: And I wonder how many times people get focused on those details instead of what's happening right in front of them. And so they worry oh. about what could have been, yeah, what, co- what you could have had, mm-hmm. instead of looking at what you actually do have and saying, we can work with this.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Because um, at the end of the day, nobody really notices. Nobody right. knows what's right. missing except you. They don't. And they think this is all part of the plan. And so there's no point in sitting around in the after hours worrying right. about what's going to happen tomorrow. I mean, I'm not saying neglect you know, looking ahead and saying, okay, I need to be up.
1: Well, really, it comes down to being present, right? Yeah,
0: you got to be present. You're
1: at where you're at, and you just need to move forward with it. <laughs>
0: yeah, and, you know, those those times to get rest, to get sleep, take a nap, mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that because you need that. In order to be, like you said, present in the you know the coming days.
1: So I think that's an important topic as well. Where you're talking about rest and napping. One of the things we've done in the past two, almost three years now, is we plan something very simple once VBS is over. So it might be uh, we have lakes all around us, and we might just go head over to one of the beaches. Mm-hmm that are at one of the lakes it doesn't have to be expensive it doesn't have to be long but something that does not have to do with VBS
0: Well, and you bring up a good point, because I know a lot of people, as soon as that big event's over, they run straight into vacation. Right. But vacation has its own stresses. It has its own, uh, you know, things that, you know, planning that kind of, if you're not rested before that, you're not going to enjoy it. And so I like what you're, what you do with that is let's pick something small. Let's pick something that we can just take a day to breathe, Right. maybe two days, Mm -hmm. be at home, because that's really the one thing we want to do. Oh,
1: yes, please. And these busy. (laughs) times is we just want to
0: be home yeah home is our safe place home is where we can rest the best right and so to be able to do that is Mm -hmm. vitally important and so I would say you know in those situations don't plan the big vacation right after that Mm -hmm. you know give it a week give it two weeks but you need time and the other thing is they run out people run out the door straight to vacation there's an assessment time that happens after these
1: yeah we've had some of our best um, discussions about VBS two days after. So yeah. one day of rest. <laughs> get your brain back. Yeah, get all the fog gone. And then spend the day with maybe even a volunteer. It depends on your relationship with them. But spend some time over dinner or whatever yeah. and say, what did we do wrong?
0: What did we do right?
1: What did we do right? And what was so funny, we almost peed our pants.
0: Yeah, and so you have to be able to do that with the uh – the time you're given. And so again, the rest, the, uh, the decompression from that is important. Don't yes. plan things right on top of each other. Right. Like now in our case, we do have an event that's three weeks ahead of VBS, but we right. don't run it. We just show up and it's right. run by somebody else. And we don't eat, we're not even actively involved. We're providing space and feeding mm-hmm. people. That's simple. Yeah. It doesn't cause any stress. But when you do, you know, I know churches that do four or five things in an Easter weekend. Yeah. And, you know, Easter is supposed to be a time to rest as families and to worship and to celebrate. And when you're running, I get ministering to the community, mm-hmm. but when you overdo it, you're not good to anybody.
1: Well, and and that doesn't allow for any of the staff to rest either, right? No. That's, I I lay that on elders for not helping make sure that is a safe place for staff to make sure that they get the centeredness that they need around that event. Yeah.
0: And I think that's one thing we have to remember as leadership, not just elders, but senior pastoral staff. Yeah. We need to rest, but we also need to make sure our people rest and right. we can't run them into the ground just because this is our one time of the year to, you know, get the creesters, the Christmas and Easter people. Yeah. You know what? We're going to do our best. God takes over from there. Yeah, you know, we're just there to speak truth. We're there to be clear about it, and mm-hmm. let God work the rest of it. But if we're just killing ourselves, yeah, you know, there's no joy. There's yeah. no happiness. There's just exhaustion, mm-hmm. and we miss those moments with people.
1: So I do. I do have two other things that I think are important. One is we always. If this is very basic. We always make sure our house. We so we really kind of live a minimalist, if you want to call it. Um, lifestyle, but we make sure our house is kind of clean and pulled together, and we make sure all the laundry's done. I know that's super simple, but...
0: Yeah, and I would say we we live minimally compared to others. I wouldn't say we're yeah. pure minimalists. Yeah, I mean, no, we're not. We're not pure minimalists. But, you know, getting those things, that is one thing we don't want to stress about. Now, yeah. it used to be that Kim was directly involved in a lot of those big events. But yeah. she's she's got a job that, she, that takes her out of the house now, so she's not allowed to do that as much. Right. And so one of the things, you know, even within as busy as I am on my end, we try to mutually help one another so that you know we're not coming home to this disaster so yeah the both of us are under pressure right um but we want to alleviate as much of that as possible
1: yeah if you're um a pastoral wife um and or i I guess i should say partner because a lot of staff for children's ministry is going to be a husband as well um i actually encourage spouses not to volunteer especially if you have kids. Um, It does two things. One, it frees you up if you have kids and something happens to either, you know, like if they get sick or what have you, you can then take them home, take care of them, go to the hospital, however serious it is, you're free. But two, it also allows that space for you to take care of your spouse.
0: Yeah, and that's important as well because you want to be on the same team. Yeah. So definitely. Um, Yeah. Wow, that uh, that seems like, you know, we're scratching the surface on this, but, you it's, know, there's so VBS much more. is
1: so big, right? I mean, it's a huge part of our year.
0: Yeah, and, and that's just our context, you know, that's our big event. We know yeah. that there are so many others that you guys are doing out there, yeah. and you guys are doing a great job out there. Right. But our big thing, again, what we want about this podcast is just to encourage you and care for you guys because we know what it's like to hit – Uh, Those low points where you just are wiped out or emotionally uh, not around or maybe even you're just so emotional that, you know, maybe it comes out as anger or depression. You know, too many of our ministry workers are coming down with, uh, you know, severe depression and stepping out when they could be cared for. Um, right. and, and it's too late, you know, or not too late. It's never too late, but you know, it's gotten to the point where they've got to step away from ministry because they've never dealt with this. Self-care
1: is important. Absolutely. And recognizing that and having that team of people that hold you accountable for how you're behaving, especially weeks like this, whether yeah. it's Christmas, Easter, VBS camp, whatever, um, people you can vent to and be real and honest and yep. people who can do the same back to you and you hear it and you think, Ooh yep (laughs) yes that is something that has to be changed
0: yep well kim do you have anything else on this subject or do we want to uh just take some time maybe down the road and revisit it so many more
1: things about this subject but (laughs) this is a good (laughs) this is a
0: good time to maybe bring it a little bit to a close and we can get into more detail later yeah all right well hey we uh we thank you guys for coming and listening again uh, this is the Birds and the Lees podcast. A podcast for ministry workers. Um, if you check the show notes, we'll have links to our website where you can uh, you can kind of follow us. Uh, we're hoping to get an Instagram soon, some email contact information um, that you can reach out to us if you so feel like it. Um, but again, we thank you guys for listening, and we look forward to talking with you again. Have a great week.